That's a new shirt. It is, yeah. Huh? See, I noticed these things. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly observant. This um, is what being in quarantine has done. Sherlock Holmes, me, man. Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Today, we're going to discuss a puzzle game called Safecracker, the ultimate puzzle adventure. For our spoiler-free section, I guess we just kind of talk about who made it and what it is. Safecracker, I, is this the only one? No, there was one that came out in 1990... Hang on a second. It's funny you went straight for that. Okay, so yeah, it came out in 1997. It was produced by... It was developed by Daydream Software, who are like a Swedish, a Swedish developer. It's very much the same as this. There was 35 safes to crack, but you had to complete the game in 12 hours. Oh, this one has no time limit. This one has no time limit, but the, the original was like, you've got to beat it in 12 hours or it resets, which I don't know how that went down, but we can maybe talk about that later. It didn't go too well for them. Let's put it that way. Okay. This one is Key Up Studio as the developer and Handy Games as the publisher. It has mixed reviews, which I have some theories on, and it's, but it's a fairly cheap game. Even at base, it's about $5, and you get about three and a half hours of play out of it, I would say. Probably more on my case because it took me ages to figure out a few of the things and I was using a hint page to help me out with a lot of things, to be honest. So I, I think we will talk about the mixed reviews, but I don't think we can really talk about it until we actually get into the game itself. Yeah, I mean, part of the mixed reviews is probably just not even being able to run on Windows 10. That is, That would probably be the biggest thing. And that would be the spoiler-free one that you could talk right. about. <laughs> like, you actually had to send me the, 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 the files. I, I was ready to just like say to you, because we'd been talking about doing this for years. This was one of the first games yeah. on our list back before we even began. Yeah. And uh, we, we we made like a, a long list and a short list, and this was on the short list for at least <laughs> it, a it year. Kept, <laughs> it kept making the short list, but never making <laughs> the episode. Um, but yeah, I was ready just to tell. In fact, I did tell. I was like, nah, man, we go, we got to do something else because I can't get this to work. And you sent me a file, which was, was as simple as just uh, find the folder and cut and paste these three little these three little DLL files in. Yes. And ba bam, thank it you was to working. the people who have figured it out before us because I never would. Because I went on the Steam forums and I was like, okay, I'll try and find a fix. But they're like, oh, go to this, switch off your graphics card, but don't switch this one off. It'll wreck your computer. And after you're finished playing the game, you got to switch it back on again. Like, nah, balls to that. I'm not doing that. Here's what I find. I find the Steam forums are great, but searching through the Steam forums is not great. right. Yeah. So usually, I find this kind of information by using a different search engine like Google. Right. And it will take me to the Steam page. But if I actually try to go through Steam, I find that to be... I don't, it just doesn't seem to give me the information it's messy. as quickly. Yeah. yeah. So the tech issues are... I, I would say if they're getting negatives now, it is probably because of that. You had a black screen. I had nothing. You at least had something. I had a glitchy menu that didn't quite work. You get to the point where you get to choose your key to save the game, and I couldn't get that to work. Right. But luckily, it does still work. Luckily, there are people out there making, not only figuring out for themselves, but then sharing the information so the rest of us can play. Yep. It's a very small game. It's under 400 megabytes, which is pretty impressive, considering it does look pretty good, actually. Yeah. I mean, this is a 2006 game. It's nearly a decade and a half now, but it still looks... And runs, for the most part, very well. Once you get these, like, 
three add-ins put into the file. <laughs> right, yeah. Safe Cracker is a game where basically you have to do a lot of puzzle boxes, I guess would be the way to put it. Crack safes? Yeah, you're cracking safes, but the safes are not. It's not like you're just sitting there with 35 dials <laughs> and a stethoscope. You're having to actually figure out puzzles. Yeah. It is essentially a puzzle game. I don't like it as much as I like the room, but I like it... Uh, I like some of the puzzles very well, and some of the puzzles I don't, but we need to get into that when we get into the, the actual game. Yeah. So, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Then, listeners, this is your spoiler warning. Do not hang on unless you're uh, ready to hear us tell all. Mm. All right, here we are. I didn't like the beginning, and I told you this. I was very kind of annoyed with the beginning. I was sending you messages that I, I didn't like the beginning. I don't mind the first puzzle. The first puzzle is fine. You just move the circles around to line up the colors. This was a good, for me, this was a good first puzzle. But then after this, I got into two of the trickier puzzles, I felt like. One of them was the cipher. It seemed to have no clue around for me to solve it. And then I got to the magnet puzzle. (laughs) Yep. You think the game, at this point, you, personally, Darren, loves the magnet puzzle. Yeah. I love that puzzle. I don't like the magnet puzzle. They have entire games like based around this single mechanic. I'm sure they do. I will say I like the look of it. I like the physics of it. It feels right. The sounds are perfect. It feels real. I'm very immersed in it. But what I don't like are... Well, there are a few things I don't like about it. First, this felt to me like the first actual solvable puzzle. And... I already felt a bit cheated that I was given a cipher with no clue. And then I get into this room and I get a magnet where every time I start it up, if you make a mistake, it's over and you have to start over again. It's not the kind of magnet puzzle where you get to play in the space and get to bounce it around and figure it out. I also felt that it didn't have a lot of more kind of catching stop points. The fact that it was... You have to get it to wedge exactly against this side or this side of the square. For some reason, it just didn't feel as good as another Labyrinth game that I would be playing. I mean, we've played a lot of puzzle games. I've done a lot of these kind of marble labyrinths before. It just, I I think there's that. I think it's the instant death and having to start over. I think it's the false holes was really irritating, especially considering that they give you... It's only like five tries, I think, before the narrator comes on and says, well, I think you have to aim for the one on the right. And I'm like, well, then why did you put the other ones in? Why did you put the other ones in if you're basically going to give it away? One thing I don't like right now while we're on that is I don't like him interrupting my puzzle solving. (laughs) And he does it constantly through the whole game. It's like, just (laughs) shut up, man. I know. (laughs) Especially sometimes when he's not really adding anything. Yeah. Well, this one should be easy. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'll get this if I just concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to concentrate and you're ruining it by talking to me. Yeah, just, yes, I agree. Because <laughs> even when he's talking, you can't click on anything. It's not like he's just a voice in the background. You can just get on with it. It's like, I've almost solved this. And then it's like, click. Oh, no, it doesn't click. Then, you know, if you're like me, it's like, oh, I forgot what I was about to do. All right, let's start that again. Um <laughs> But yeah, that's that's really annoying. Uh, I was not a fan of him interrupting me. I do love the looks of the rooms. I think that they're pretty good. This 
does solve the problem that room one didn't and the fact that you are walking around it does feel kind of nice one thing that i do have to keep in mind and you're gonna have to keep reminding me of this is this does come out or this game did come out in 2006 Mm-hmm. So some of the things that irritate me are things that this game did before other games did it. Some of the puzzles they use, I've seen before. And it's a constant reminder, oh yeah, well this game is older and I need to remember that it probably did a lot of these things before everybody else did. Right, yeah. D- did everything before the room. Uh, although, when did the first room come out? That I don't know. It was after 2010, yeah. It was like 2012 or something like that, wasn't it? I, I would compare this to, yeah, the room... Mist, obviously, because of like that almost like hypercard kind of frame advancing, um, where you can 360 mouse around, but you got to like move into that special area before you can do stuff. Like there was one point that really annoyed me where there's a table with an obviously a document that I need to interact with, but you you can't click on the table because you got to walk forward a square and then turn and look at the table. Now you can look at the stuff. It's like uh, that. That's just yeah, but that's that's 15 years old. But I I, I kind of. Saw this as a less creepy last will. Yes. I could certainly see that. And it's pretty much the same concept. We're in a house. I mean, there's no time limit, but there is a house and we have to go around the different rooms and solve things. The difference is, and this is where I told you I was getting a little annoyed, is that the puzzles were linear, but we were... I don't know, I I just kind of felt a bit lost at times because I didn't know some things like the cipher puzzle. I needed to wait until I found a clue. The magnet puzzle, there was a part of me that was suspecting that I needed to find a missing piece to put inside of it. Right. Because the narrator didn't say anything, I let it go and I kept trying, but I still couldn't get it. I mean, this is one where you said a lot of people have been complaining about this one in in their negative reviews. I just think that this puzzle is too early in the game. Yeah. I think that what you really want to do early game is give us some puzzles that obviously we need clues to or that are easier so we get hooked in and we're we're moving. I, I think the first floor puzzles were some of the hardest puzzles that we had to play. Yeah, and they give you something easy, like, like a nice slide square. They're shoving them right in your face. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about your favorite puzzle, the slide puzzle. (laughs) The narrator says, oh, I think I've seen this picture somewhere, and I I don't know where I saw a dollar sign, but it's on the menu screen. (laughs) So it does exist, but you can't see it within game. Right. So even on the hint page, he was very good to show me that picture and tell me where it came from, because I was looking all over the first floor to try and find where a dollar sign was because I could figure out the dollar sign, but I couldn't figure out the other two things, nor could I intuitively guess. Like I, I was guessing the dollar sign went in the middle, but what if it went off to the side? Right. How would I know? The thing with the slide puzzle that bothered me that was, uh, I couldn't get to work for a long time because uh, I was expecting it to be more like the missing space puzzle where you right. have to slide them around. <laughs> And a couple times where I was just getting frustrated and clicking all over the place, one would move, but I couldn't understand why. It took uh, me a long okay. time to realize it was these tiny gold circles in the middle that's yeah. moving them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is absolutely, I mean, piss off, man. This is just, come on. <laughs> I, so I, I remember playing this when it first came out 
or maybe a year after it came out, and I got to this puzzle, and I couldn't do it, um, and I had to watch a walkthrough. And this time around, I knew it was coming, um, and I knew I was going to have to watch a walkthrough, so I went onto YouTube for some stupid reason, and I decided to watch a playthrough of someone solving it. And so I'm watching my phone, clicking on that, watching my phone, clicking on that, oh, two clicks on that one. And then I got right to the end, I realised, oh, I've missed a step. So it's, <laughs> so it's like, okay, so I went back again, I slowed it down to like 0.25, like, okay. And I still, this is taking forever, and I got, I did get through it, and eventually I got about to a part, and I looked at the phone, and I looked at my screen, and I was like, I'm not even close to that, it's like, I don't know what I've done. Eventually, I just went on to Google. I was like, okay, this is the solution that I found the first time. God bless this guy. Basically, what he's done is he's just like, imagine they're numbered 1 to 16, and here's what you do. And he's like, press 4, just like 4, 4, 3, 5, 5, 5, 5, 7, 7, like that. And you just go through and put it all together. You need 76 actions to complete this puzzle. 76 or, or about a thousand and six is probably what I did. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> I mean, because I was, I did figure it out. I did do this. Like once I had the picture, once I knew what the picture looked like, then I'm, I'm set to go. And this is probably the only kind of puzzle that I do better than you. No, oh, I because... cannot do this, man. I hate these puzzles. <laughs> even like, even a, even a three by three slide square, man. I'm done. Like, give it to Chloe. She'll do it. <laughs> it's garbage. I, I hated this puzzle and. Yeah, it's also probably another reason for the negative reviews because people would just get to that and go, right, I'm out, done. Um, well, I can't believe you did, you did it. Did you do it on your own? Yeah, I needed that picture. Yeah. Wow. It took me ages. Like that's, that's <laughs> When I say three and a half hours, that's probably the an average hour time. Doing that. Probably an hour for me. It's probably four and a half hours for me because I had to spend an hour doing right. that. Yeah, it did take me a long time. But it's also the type of puzzle where I know it's going to take a long time and I can be listening to a podcast while I'm doing this puzzle because nothing else is happening, right? So I just don't have the brain for that. Like the magnet puzzle, honestly, with those kind of puzzles, I'm almost like Rain Man. I can look at it and just be like, I take a picture in my head and I can see exactly where the ball needs to go. It annoyed a lot of people. But this slide square, man, oh my God, my brain just, <laughs> I cannot comprehend how people can do that. I don't know how you did it without a walkthrough. You're a hero in that case, man. <laughs> I think part of it has to do with the fact that uh, growing up, we had this Rubik's Cube game. I was never good at the Rubik's Cube. I've never actually solved the thing. But the game we had was... Well, you never took all the stickers off of it and just put them back on. And no. <laughs> that's how I solved it. I showed it to my mom. She thought I was a child prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> really? Weren't they all kind of half hanging on? <laughs> you couldn't really get them properly back on. No, I think think my father and his friend once took one apart and figured a way to put it back together ah, again. Yeah, yeah, that's but right. But no. I always wanted to solve it properly and still to this day haven't because I get really frustrated and give up but what we had was a it was an interesting two-person game so it'd be me against you mm -hmm. and we would have the colored squares so it's not three dimension it's just two dimensions just dealing with two dimensions of it but you would I, I think we had to pull a card and then we had to match that Ah, uh, okay and there was, there was this weird window that would come up so you could look through at the other person but you the window was unnecessary because you could just look over <laughs> anyway. Gimmick. But yeah, so I, it was a lot of just basically slide puzzles. And even as a kid, I had the, you know, the cheap pictures and you have to try and match them up. That was type of thing that I had. So for me, these puzzles, I'm not good at them, but I'll keep doing it until I figure it out. What bothered me with this one is you can only rotate things one way. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're missing, you got to go all the way around. A number of times where I was like, this would be so much easier if I could just go the other go way. Go one step back. But you can't. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so you do this one, you get the well, cipher. This, this you get is the cipher be... code from this one. Yeah. Yes, you get the cipher code and you also pull the lever, which now gives you three more puzzles in which this Which you can't room. solve yet. Or at least you can, so you, you can solve you can solve two of them. No, no. Oh, that's true. Two. There's the one that's <laughs> he's, he. Uh, there's the one that's the different Ma- money sum money's, symbols. Yeah. And he, the narrator goes, "Oh, this is like one of those games that's so popular nowadays." And I was like, it took me <laughs> longer than it should have to go. Oh, it's Sudoku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what game is he talking about? And I'm having to think back to 2006 and go, what? You know, it's a, that's a problem with saying it's popular now. Right, yeah. <laughs> Not too difficult. There's the puzzle with the... The magic square. That one I really struggled with. And honestly, <laughs> I made a note here about that and said that a lot of times for me... Yeah. Figuring out what I'm supposed to do in the puzzle is more fun than actually solving the puzzle. Right. And the magic square of making all your sums be 15 is definitely one of those. And I had it so close so many times. And then, like, I I would be fine except for the diagonals. And I couldn't get it and couldn't get it. And finally, I just got frustrated and I just started hitting buttons. And within a couple minutes, I solved it. So I did it. Uh, that would be why when I said, oh, how'd you do on the math problem? Yeah, I was like, yeah, no problem, yeah, man. No problem. You know me and maths, we get on great. Sadly, it's just, it's more fun to do that way than it yeah. is to actually solve that one. I mean, even if you could actually just plug in the numbers rather than move them around, like, row by row, column by column, like, that was the hard part. Like, even just for me, if, if you just said, if you told me, oh, you got to get the multi up to 15, just put the numbers anywhere you want, I'd, I'd still take me 30 minutes to solve it. Um, but yeah, I just, I got, I got a few in place. I knew it was 15 from my last playthrough. I got a couple in place and I was just like, ding <laughs> dong. All right. Yeah. I looked at, so the hint page I found also had a solutions page and I looked at that one afterwards. It was very interesting because sometimes there were different ways to solve some of the puzzles. Okay. And that was quite interesting to see. What <laughs> was sad was to see that he said, oh, pretty much the same thing you said with the slide puzzle. Hit this one two times, this one two times, or this. I think you can do it in like four moves, which <laughs> I clearly did not. <laughs> it's probably what I lucked into then, yeah, because it didn't take a long time at all. The other one has the. I don't even know how really to describe it. Like you have to move in a straight line. You can, you can hop one, one space, or you can leap two. And I luckily, I mean, I thought you'd have to get it down to one. I got it down to two. Like, I kept getting it smaller and smaller and smaller. It's like the old, essentially, that wooden It's triangle. like solitaire, yeah. It's like, a, it's like a game of solitaire, pretty much. You have to keep... you, But you don't have to hop. You, you can go one-to-one yeah. one on this one. But, you know, that was my trick always with the triangle, was to try and figure out different ways to get it smaller and smaller and smaller. And that way, I feel like I'm still doing something. And, yeah, I got down to two, and it was solved, and I was very happy about mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, the cipher... We get to the other side, and it's just the numbers, which is fine. We get some other things. We end up, now we can get upstairs and downstairs. And downstairs, there are three puzzles. I just, let, let's, I think let's just go by room and puzzle instead sure. of trying to go in order of the game. Yeah. Yes, it's very linear. 
yes, that's why, to be honest, I prefer things like Last Will, because it's very linear, but we know it's linear. We know that there's, for the most part, one puzzle per room. Yeah. And I think, for me, that works. I do like the escape room aspect to it, but I feel like they jumped into that too fast for me. Maybe if I'd played the first one, maybe you're meant to already be in that mindset. But for me, some of the hardest puzzles were the first puzzles, and that was very frustrating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, especially with that with that slide square one, and that's that's that holds a really important key to progress. Unless you get past that, you're not going anywhere in this game. That's yeah, that's they, they really need to just delete that entire puzzle. I hated it. Um, so yeah. d- down in the basement. We will yeah, eventually switch, switchboard thing, kind of like the dials to light them all up. Yes, we have to do that before we can even progress because it's quite too funny. dark. How how did you find that one? You just put them all up. <laughs> did you? Do you? Because I no, because I didn't. I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> I know that the solutions page had that, but is it not possible that you could mess it up? No, well, I remember, again, I can't cheat on this one because I remembered it from my last playthrough because I did solve it. I probably did what you did where I was like doing blah, 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 blah. But I think by the end of it, they're all pointing upwards. I was like, oh, look at that. So I just went from left to right and from top to bottom, just tick, 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 tick. I just wonder because when you turn a horizontal row, it only affects the horizontal ones and the vertical one would only affect the vertical ones. So I just imagine that by not doing that first, I might have messed something right. up and not found the easy solution, but I did find it. Right. I do think that there's possibly more than one solution because of that, but I'm not going to go and check. Once we can get into the basement, there's the... This is the puzzle. So this is this is the first one I went, oh, this one again. And oh, it's the, the 853 puzzle. Oh, you've got five in the middle, but it has to be four. And I've just seen this in so many games. But again... This one probably came out long before the others. I don't know. This, I need is, this to has keep been in missed. Mind. This has been in missed a few times. So yeah, I've seen a it. Few and, times. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, probably yeah, yeah, it's twice. Die Hard with Avengers. Die Hard. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's definitely a fairly tired puzzle. It needs to be put to bed. I mean, they even had it in. They had a version of it in We Were Here Together uh, with the with the filling up the oil for the car, but it was different. You know, they, they'd done something to switch it up a little bit, but it's essentially the same puzzle. They had it in Aporia as well. Yes, they did. one of the bonus yeah. puzzles. <laughs> yeah, so this one's been done maybe a bit too much. Let's take a break from it for a while. I like the next one, though, where you had to skip, they had to do the green laser, the, the green lights. Took me a little while to figure out what I was doing. Took me a while to figure doing. that one out, too, because there's a ton of lights. It's like a Christmas tree. And yeah, you're like, okay, i got to get into that little alcovey bit but how do you get there it's like oh this is easy oh no i'm i'm one short or i've over over skipped the boundary kind of thing i like that puzzle a lot right again they seem to love to make you start over like they could just make it go "Ah," and then you have to figure another way out but start over and that's it's okay but then in my frustration sometimes i'm clicking on one's too quickly and not thinking it through and getting myself even more frustrated. And was that it? Is it just those it? three? It's just those three. What do you get from that? You get the... I don't remember, but you, yeah, you get something. Well, from the water one, you get the fountain upstairs to be finally working. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And so now you can put in the plug that you got and 
I hate this puzzle. So you you get to the fountain. Oh, and you got to stand on the tiles to pee yes. water into the fountain. <laughs> and you have to do it in just the right order or something. I didn't. And you can't make, step off. You can't. If you if you were like, oh, I want to activate the one on the other side, I'm just going to skip around and go around. It resets. Yeah. This is another one where I just kind of walked around and eventually got it. Got the right solution. Yeah, I think I did the same. <laughs> in the dining room. See, the dining room has a really good puzzle that would be a much better first puzzle, I feel like. Yeah, because it's just, yeah, it's very simple. It's basically, I think it's so simple that they even used this puzzle in the original Resident Evil. I totally missed this puzzle because I wasn't paying attention. So I didn't turn around and look at the wall. So I walked through and I wasn't paying attention. So when I walked back, I didn't see the paintings. Ah. so for a long time, I had this picture going, why do I have this picture of this girl? What is that supposed to be? And it wasn't until later, like much later in the game, after I'd unlocked that door and I was trying to get back through for something, I went, oh, those paintings are a puzzle. I should probably solve that. <laughs> yeah, it would be handy. So you take care of that. You've got... You've got the upstairs, the kitchen with the dumb waiter. That's a silly puzzle, but... I mean, it's not hard, but it's just like... It's right there. I mean, I was going like, it's right there. Can you can you not just grab it? Is there have to be exactly on the level? But then a window pops up. It's like, ah, okay, it was blocked yeah. by glass. Fair enough. Yeah. Blocked by glass is a problem in this game because there's a chair. I could break this glass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've also got the blue room, the blue bedroom, which has the signal, the kind of signal box that you have to match. Mm-hmm. Frustrating because I... Took me too long to figure out what was going on here. You have four red lights, and you have to. Well, first you have to put it on speakerphone to make sure that you can hear the tones, and then the box has the signal, and then you have to match them up. Oh, this is mastermind. Yeah, this is basically. Yeah, see, that's why I didn't realize it took me too long to realize mastermind. And in my head, I I had stuck this idea that and it's such a stupid idea that if the light was glowing green. That it meant I was close to the right number. Like <laughs> Why would geographically. You think that? <laughs> I don't know. Because I'd been trying this game for too long in one day, I think. And so I I was just totally stumped and I couldn't get it. And then I read the hint page and went, Oh, it's mastermind. Yeah. I got it like within two tries. Yeah, yeah. After I don't know how long, I was sitting there going, Well, it was glowing and I hit the six, so it's either going to be the nine or the three you know something stupid <laughs> like that <laughs> so i got that uh the bathroom seems pointless but there's something on the door which you need for the end that's something on a bunch of doors that you need for the end yeah there is the laser puzzle which i had the, in in this floor oh the, the laser puzzle the laser hard, well but the laser doors yeah yeah i had I, I had to get the hint for this I one. I solved that on my own. I couldn't... I was... I, again, had it stuck in my head that that... Well, you have a special key. Right. And so I was looking for a lock. I was trying to put it in a lock every time. Mm. Not trying to undo the... Basically, like, the bolt that's holding the lock the pad color, together. Yeah. yeah. So... I, I like this one though. Once you figure it out, you're like, oh yeah, of course it makes. I sense. remember this because I, 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 way back when I saw this the first time, I took a picture of it and I stared at it for days 
Like, just like, how do you do this? Like, I know there's something there. And even even looking at it again, because I know the logic behind the puzzle now, it's like, okay, but still really hard to see. Yeah, I stared at that. Honestly, I, I just stared at that puzzle in my breaks at work for hours. <laughs> just like hoping it would come to me. And it did. Eventually, it was like, oh. Oh, that's a number, and that's, and then I go home. It's like, nah, that's wrong. It's like, oh god, you got to you got to work out that it's the layers of the wires. Come on, I mean, it's a great puzzle. I like it, but it was so tough. I don't think I would have gotten it. Certainly not so quickly without the hint that I got, which was look at the shapes of the wires. And I right. went, oh, okay, well now I've got it. Mm. And even from that point, I went, you, I don't know, for me, the going from top to bottom made sense. Mm. And, and I was able to work maybe, maybe before on the small phone, that was a real problem. <laughs> but yeah, even some of the, even some of like, I think it's the nine. It's like, I, can't, I couldn't even see that. Then yeah, you get, you eventually you get four numbers and you're like, okay, well, it's still like a zillion combinations. Like, if, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of these you could solve, I think, by trying every possible combination yeah, exactly. But I mean, I don't know how long it would take to crack a four-digit code. I'm sure it must be thousands. Probably a while. Yeah. But the th- the, there's the three ones that you brute force. Like there's there's one of them in the game. I'm sure there's not even a... I think you just have to... It's like the old bunker trick with the blood. There's like yeah, buttons there are three are, worn out keys. You just, you're trying out three keys that you can see. That's what, nine combinations? Yeah, so it's easy enough. If yeah. you're talking about every combination on a four-digit panel not knowing what keys to hit from, talking from like, zero to nine yeah like what a thousand yeah it's got, it's got to be it's got to be up there <laughs> well more than that because you'd have to get into the thousands so it'd be a lot it'd be a lot we can do the game room and mm-hmm. in the game room there's the billiard table mm-hmm. or, i i don't really like this puzzle i thought it was all right it's okay i'm glad that they gave us the points because i've seen snooker play but i've never actually it's not like part of my common knowledge so i wouldn't know how much each one of them is worth without the commentators on the tv telling me <laughs> i used to watch snooker my 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 great grandmother used to love snooker she played she did play it now she was 90 uh, she watched no, she, it, she could have <laughs> she watched it on tv and we used to go to her house and she would always watch it and she had like one of those like a really old crt black and white tv and i was like how do you know like what, what balls are hitting? She's like, I just know. I was like, that's the pink. And then the commentator was there. Well, he's, he's going for the pink. You know? And, and it's like, yeah. And she had this like... Very good black and white vision. Yeah, yeah. She was like a cat or something, a dog. I was just call my great-grandmother a dog. Sorry about that. <laughs> Delete that. Um, yeah. Um, cats can see in color. Can they? <laughs> and dogs can't look up. Um, all right, moving on. <laughs> the What I found, though, this is one of those times where the solution page showed me that it doesn't matter the order that you put them in because the solution that he had was not the solution that I had. We had the right numbers, but in different orders. 11, 3, and 7, I think. Yes. So I put the 11 in the middle because I was trying to put it in order. I thought they had to be in order from where they would be on the tables. Um, Oh, I from, from the way that it's been played, because it's not. Mm. Um, I just went from from beginning from lowest lowest uh, score to highest score. Yeah, that's that's how I did it. We've got the. I like the yeah the arcade machine is in this room. The arcade machine is fun. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty simple once you have what you need. Mm. But I did enjoy it. Just a simple GPS, but you can only do left and right. So yeah, that that was pretty straightforward. In the room next to this, you have the weird bar puzzle with the 
card reader, the screen reader that's broken and you can only read parts of the numbers. So you have to kind of guess what the numbers are. And you have this great safe with the four codes that we have, the four numbers. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, five numbers we have to put in. It says call Sarah, which we know is his great niece. And I've tried, but it didn't work. Using the normal numbers from a normal keypad on a normal phone. Didn't even think about the other phone that I had seen. Took me a while to figure this one out. Far too long to figure out, oh. Because even when you look at that phone, you're like, that's not right. I See, I was so obsessed with the signal box and trying to get it to work and trying every key in there that I wasn't even looking at the phone. Right. Until it became part of the puzzle. And, yeah. Once I did look at it, I went, well, this is super obvious. I should have seen this one already. (laughs) There is, in the hallway, the puzzle with the wheels, where you have to also move bars in to open it up. To get the broom closet ending. That was my favorite ending. (laughs) What? What? Stanley Parable. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How do you feel about that one? Because these tend to frustrate you a bit. Yeah, I, I was full on trial and error for me for this one. Um, I did remember, I knew it was coming, but, uh, I think it's quite easy. I think you just go like from top to bottom. You just go like, I think it's just like much the same as that slide square puzzle. It's like two, two, two times, two times, two times, two times, two times, two times like that up just from top to bottom. That's what I did and it worked. So I did a different way and I made it work, but it was a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. I knew what they did. It's very good in the fact that every wheel moves to, but Every other turn, it might do different too. Right. So you have to see the pattern, and a better person than me could figure that one out. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of these like ones where like you switch something on and two of them go off, or you switch that off and two go on around it. I'm not a huge fan of those puzzles. Um, but I was a big fan of the puzzles that were in the attic, though. I like the one in the big safe. I like the chess one. Of course you did. You already know the answer. Well, I, I, you should know it too, because we did it in uh, Last Will. Mm-hmm. Somebody always stepped in and did it. <laughs> so I had to look it up. I knew exactly what it was as soon as I saw it. You see the six and you see the queen symbol, yeah. and it's pretty obvious what you need. I can With this puzzle, I can always get it to five, but I can never get to mm. six, because I can never quite remember how it goes. And partly because my friend always jumps in and does that very quickly, because he's seen this puzzle in about 12 other games. <laughs> But that's the thing. I have not played as many of these games, and I've already seen this like three times. I don't want to see this puzzle anymore. Yeah. It, it also, it feels, it feels like this puzzle is designed for people who know what it is. It's a very difficult puzzle for somebody who doesn't know how to You'd do this. You'd be screwed if you didn't even know how to play chess. You'd be like, I don't know anything about this. Like, what's even going on? Right. I do think, though, there is a decent correlation between people who like puzzle games and people who at least know how chess works. But it took some kind of master to figure out this puzzle to begin with. It's just that now so many puzzle people know the solution that it's expected to be more common knowledge, I guess. Yeah. I think now maybe I could get it close or at least have a better idea if I come across it again. But honestly, I'd rather not. I'd rather more new puzzles. The light loop, though, was quite fun and fairly easy. Mm-hmm. Making it... <laughs> I I nearly cried when I realized it had to be a loop because I hadn't made it a loop. Yeah, I got to the end and I was like, all right, ta-da! Oh, it's not opening. 
Yeah. But it was only just like one click on there, yeah. like click. Oh, <laughs> there it is there, right. It was just one that was missing that went tentatively. Like, yeah. Click. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, like, I'll just start over. Start it again. Yeah, and that's pretty much the upstairs because you've got the violet room is basically just put in the keys that you already have. You put the gold key in. I love that. The... You put two keys in, you're like, all right, what's behind the door? Oh, another door. <laughs> you've got the music box where you need the gold key for it. Which opens far too slowly. <laughs> it's painfully <laughs> slow watching that thing open, man. And that's pretty much it. Obviously, the final puzzle here but we'll get to that right at the end so we need to talk about the two rooms we haven't yet well three i guess we've got his office let's talk about the office first so the office is a really tricky puzzle the the laser yes so this is the one where you have to hit the buttons in the right did you not recognize that puzzle not at first i didn't know what was going on oh that's quite funny because i ripped that puzzle off for one of our Puzzle boxes that you yeah. made. Yeah, I, I know after I started <laughs> it, but it took me a while to get... Once I randomly clicked and found two buttons to stay down, then it very quickly mm. came back to me and I went, oh, well, now I understand what this puzzle is. I think, again, the problem of early on setting the precedent that you need a cipher or you need a missing piece to solve these things made me give up on this one because I was assuming I needed more information or that maybe they didn't mean what I thought they meant. And no, the, it was very straightforward once once I knew what I was doing. I, once I had those two buttons, I went, oh, I think I've got it now. Yeah, and you, it, it you was basically, very basically all you do is you, keep, you click it and then you realize like, oh, those first two uh, or I can't get to those two, so that, that's my starting point. You know, you're you're pretty much done in two in two goes. It's essentially chevrons on a telephone buttons. kind of like yeah. a dial up, and you need to get them to all stay down, and you need to push them in the direction that the chevron is pointing to, and the number of times that the number chevrons. So if it's have, yeah. if it's one, then you push the very next one. If it's two, then you're going to skip ahead. And if it's three, then you're going to skip two and get to the third one. But you have to get them all down. But yeah, once I found the starting point, then I just needed to follow it. And I had no problem. Really pathetic laser puzzle after that. Yeah. Yeah. Move move two lasers. (laughs) Okay, well, there we go. But I liked what was inside. I liked the um, I liked the workshop. Yes, I like one of these Three, puzzles. Ah, I like I like them all. <laughs> Let's start first with the laser puzzle. This one, I think you could have just forced your way through. I probably would have solved it faster if I just forced my way through. To be honest, because it doesn't start you over every time, so you could just keep changing it and changing it and changing it. I was under the false impression that the color that was glowing at the top, which was a light blue, was the color I was trying to turn the laser. And that was wrong. You need the clue. It needs to be eight less than buttercup. (laughs) So you have to... Just say yellow. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'll be really smart here with my sneaky code language. Like, yeah, it's yellow. Okay. So I just played around with it until I got yellow. And and then maximized it. And then kept going down until I got the right one. You have to really wait. This is another time where the waiting was a bit agonizing. Yeah, you have to get it four times. One light, 
two lights, three lights. <gasps> no, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was so slow that I passed by it and missed it and went, I don't, I don't think that's right and went back up again to get it. Yeah, so it's okay. I don't know my physics colors though. And this was a, a bit of me stumbling around and on the internet there's i swear that nobody quite agree nobody quite agrees exactly where the range is sure yeah because some were putting it at 85 and some into the 90s and so you you'd kind of still have to guess a little bit unless you knew exactly the same information that they knew it's a, i like the look of it though yeah it's a decent i mean it's it's something that they kind of did in stories untold as well in the second puzzle, you know, with this when you're basically cracking a safe in that as well. And they use frequencies and and laser beams to get inside to the thing. I think the difference is in that one we had the information, but that's what I mean. It's like this. This was like the first puzzle that I've ever seen with this kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's like that now they're doing it and they're doing it better. They've improved on it now, but mm-hmm. I think this is like the first time I've ever seen that kind of. Yeah. laser beam into a safe puzzle and yeah it was it was rough around the edges for sure but they've they've managed to improve on it and work it into more modern puzzle games which is cool but did you like the broken safe i didn't at first but once i realized what was happening i love it i, I thought that was a very clever puzzle for, like that's it. why i kind of saved it till now because i think it's my favorite puzzle in the whole game mm-hmm. you essentially hit the numbers <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and the numbers repeat in so if you hit one five times, you're going to get a pattern of five numbers, and that pattern never changes, which it is kind of nice the narrator says there's a logic to it, because I wasn't seeing it. But you do eventually, and then you just, you have to set up a pattern to be the four numbers you already know yeah, it's supposed just, to be. you basically queue it up. Yeah, you're like, okay, so it's like five, five, seven, two, four, and you know a five is coming next. It's like, okay, I'll stop on the four. That's ready. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a really clever puzzle. I liked it a lot. I got so lucky on this one because it is there is a 5-5. Five five and I made a mistake when I hit it the first time. But luckily, I had another 5 oh, queued okay. up. <laughs> I said, wait, crossing my fingers, I think I pressed it on the first 5. So I think I've got one more chance to get it right, yeah. you know, before I have to start it over. Yeah, I wrote down here. What was yours? Was your, so basically, you had to do like, I can't remember what it was. It was like 5-4. Two seven or something like that, but yeah, it, five four eight one. I think yeah, but on yeah. the thing, it was ends up being six two one nine. Once you queue up all the numbers, um, well, you can do it. Differently. I'm sure you can do it in a different way. Yeah, but I, that's, that's I did. I There's a way to make the number two do eighty four. So I set it up so that my two could hit the eighty four. Ah, okay. So there's a two two in the middle of mine. So there's definitely multiple ways that you could do this, and that also is an amazing thing to this puzzle. I think. Right. The, the, it does have multiple solutions, multiple ways for you to think about it. And it's just so unlike any other number puzzle like this that, yeah, this feels the most original and the most kind of clever, I guess, in in the whole game for me is this one right here. We get into the, well, we have to do the six letter. Walter. Yeah. I don't mind so much, except that the letters are not in order. So <laughs> I tried Walter, but I went, well, these are not in the right order, so it can't be that. So I went looking for more information. <laughs> 
hint page told me it's Walter or it's Duncan's secret. And I went, well, the only real secret I know is his middle name. So let me just do it again. But yeah, it's just not in order. I would have preferred it if they were in order because then it would have tipped me off that I was on the right track. We get into the tiny boudoir and in here is another very tired puzzle. Yeah, the traffic puzzle. Yeah. And this again is behind glass so I could just smash it and take it. But no, I've got to do this thing with the magnet, move everything around. I don't mind so much. As soon as I see it, I know what I'm looking at. But I always find them very frustrating. Yeah, these, these are the only kind of sliding puzzle that I can actually do. And yeah, it wasn't too hard to do it. Um, it's a children's game after all, you know, it's, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not too hard. Um, they can get complicated, but yeah, this one was all right. Which leads us really the only puzzle I think we have left to talk about is the final puzzle. The golden safe. Right. Which is kind of good. It just relies on you to be attentive. Look at the bathroom doors. I noticed that they look like digital numbers that were missing something. I was already putting that together. But I did not see... Oh, the we did forget a puzzle, which is the closet, the kind of walk-in dressing room. Oh, yeah, with the... Yeah, that's just... Uh, what's that called? That kind of... Ugh, it's, I can't remember the name of that puzzle. I should have written it down, but... It's almost like the knock puzzle, where it's like... A, a, like a coordinates, what, two, two, three, yes. two, whatever. So you need to do the coordinates to figure out the... <laughs> the coordinates to figure out how to spell out the numbers that you need. Which we've already done once. Which we've already done once and we're doing again. But there is another missing digital piece, digital numbers on this door, which I didn't notice. So uh, okay. I was running all around at the end going, well, maybe I should just guess. Maybe I'm supposed to guess at the fourth. You know, there's not a fourth one telling me for sure. But no, there is. Yeah. So you, you again, you, <laughs> the will... That we're so desperate to get is in a glass box. So I mean, it could be bulletproof. Come on. <laughs> okay, let's assume it's bulletproof then, yeah. and it can't be smashed. Right. But you can still read it through the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's not rolled up or anything. Yeah. Fun thing about this game is they give you a chance to decide who you give the money to. Yep. Who did you give it to? The first time I gave it to Sarah, which is the great niece, the one who wrote a postcard from camp. Oh, the, the only one that's nice, basically. Everyone's like, yeah. oh, please give me money. I'm, I'm, I'm so poor, I have to move out of my mansion. That's one person. That's Elizabeth, I think her yes. name is. And you've got Margaret, who just, she's the one who's like, I'm going to call you Walter because you don't want anybody to know your middle name. Yeah. <laughs> you've got, They're all just a bunch of kiss, well, kiss think, asses, man. I think James, who just... Uh, his ending is he divides the money evenly. Elizabeth spends it all and she's miserable again. Oh, do you get like a little thing telling you what they did with the money? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I just gave it. I, I took the money, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this. This is pretty cool. Did you get Did you get this? No. How did, so okay, I, so what he's showing me is a printed out version of the will. How did you get Because at the end of the game, it, it says, do you want to print the will? Does it? Yeah. Uh, do you do you sit through all the credits to get that? No, no, no. Right, but even, if, even <laughs> the before credits the credits go roll, forever. <laughs> this is probably the only oh, no, game I've loops. not gone it through. It loops. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have to go <laughs> to escape out of it. <laughs> it's like these credits are very long yeah. for this game. No, I did not realize that there's an actual yeah, will. Yeah, they print out an actual will. It's pretty cool. That was such a little neat little thing that I didn't. I must have not had a printer the first time that I played the game. 
And uh, well, you can't get it. I never. First, I declare that I am a resident of Miami, Florida. That I am unmarried and have no children. Well, that's me totally screwed then. Yeah. Well, why would why would you have to have that? Because uh, not everybody that he's related to is single with no children. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just who knows what odd. that is? That's just <laughs> that's an odd thing. But no, that's very yeah, cool. Signed by Duncan Walter Adams. So he did sign his middle name here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's very cool. No, I did that one last. So it basically just went into the last, the last save. Basically, just starts me right in that room, so I can just keep re-entering the code and see every ending. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, that's a good. Point. I, I didn't go through and solve the game every time. I just. Yeah. I just did the last save, so I could check over and over again. So did yeah, so uh, did you have to manually save before that, or does it automatically start you there? Because if it automatically starts you, I'll go back and I'll do it. But give it, it a was, try. I think it's automatic. It was a long time. I didn't save it for ages before that. I'm not. I'm not doing everything again. It's not worth it. You get about two lines of text. Although I'll have to do it all again to make video for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> at least I can speed run it this time and get through that stupid dollar puzzle in 76 actions. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. Um, <clears throat> what I did want to say was it was pretty funny. So the original game. Um, so this one is called Safe Cracker, the Ultimate Puzzle Adventure. What is. Just called Safe Cracker, right? So. Like I said, it was made by some Swedish company, and they had like they they went to Warner to get money to for them to publish it because Warner was like big into CDs and stuff at the time in nineteen in nineteen ninety seven. Basically, they got slammed and they went out of business because Warner wanted to recoup a ton of money before they even got paid, and a bit of a. Shift in technology as well, like going over to like QuickTime, um, Macromedia, and things like that. So it just wasn't a good time. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't really. Didn't. It didn't work out for them. Basically, um, in the long run, they sold a ton, but for that like beginning thing, they were pretty much screwed. Our good friend uh, Charlie Brooker um, in PC Zone, he said, uh, "Is that a magazine?" Yeah. So yeah, Charlie Brooker was a he was a he was a journalist for some game magazines back in the day as well, and he dismissed the title as a dull, limited experience and the sort of thing that only impresses computer game virgins and Macintosh owners. Oh, Charlie! Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> and then his only praise went to the soundtrack, which he considered all right. <laughs> um, I yeah. wonder if you would feel the same today. Well, here's the weird thing as well. PC Zone stuck by their guns. So when this new one came out in 2007, they're like, nope, we still hate it. Um, but like everyone else was like, this is amazing. Everyone else loved Safecracker when it, when, when it came out in 2006, 2007, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, PC Zone was still like, well, we're not going to go back on what Charlie said. So <laughs> we still hate it. doesn't matter what iteration it is. Um, but they did say... The difficulty curve of the game is comes in very harsh spikes, and they also said it was agonizingly unimaginative. I can I can see that it's light on story, yeah, I guess. definitely, if yeah, that's what they want. But I mean, as far as you know, a lot of people crave these kind of games where they they don't want like that's why I play a lot of these games is we we just we just want to see interesting, imaginative, cool puzzles. We don't really we, everything doesn't need to have a story, like. 
all, all these people nowadays, I'm like, oh God, it's like, oh, granddad. Now, nowadays, he wrote that back in the first one in 96 or something? But I'm on. saying, like, even now, nowadays where it's like, all FPS games must have this compelling storyline that goes along with them. Like, where back in the day, I was just like, pick up a gun and shoot something in the face. <laughs> story? The what story? story? <laughs> you got the story on the back of the box. Yeah, basically, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I can get it's not for everyone. And I was kind of, I was interested to see what you thought about this because, yeah, the controlling is still, it feels, the controlling definitely feels dated. Like that stilted kind of frame by frame, hypercard kind of move forward. Okay, mouse around, move forward. And you've got to click. You can't just click over there. You gotta make sure that there's an arrow pointing there to to indicate that you can go there. That's, that has not aged well. I also find I miss being able to interact with things, even though it's a waste of time. Like opening drawers, things yeah, like that. Yeah. I, I want to feel like I'm part of this. It's like only interact with exactly what you can use. If you if you can't touch it, it's not important. <laughs> right, yeah. Which I guess is, is good for the game because... Otherwise, we might be sitting here going, oh, man, there's so many red herrings. I was looking in every drawer for a thing because I had to do. I thought I had to do this. I totally understand that, but it did feel very stilted. It felt like it I It felt should... like a video game from 1997. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> but the problem is it's from 2006. Mm. I think there, there just isn't anything for that part of your brain. This is strictly about puzzles and there's nothing else to it i don't mind i think that you know the room one there really wasn't that much more to it last will there was a bit towards the end but for most of the part most of the game you, you don't really get a lot right and that's true of a lot of the puzzle games that we've played but i like playing puzzle games and i like trying to solve things so i'm totally down for this one i don't know if they're going to come out with another one in six years since they come out with one every 10 years <laughs> yeah i'd, I'd be i'd be definitely be down to play a safe cracker too although in the pc file when you add those files that you sent me the the say the, the 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 folder name is actually safe cracker 2 did you notice that no i didn't yeah so it's like they've not even they like, yeah we're basically safe cracker part two but unofficially so we have to call it this because we're not really affiliated with them um, but yeah, I'd be up for a safe cracker three for sure. Yeah. It's like th- this game and like the, oh, the other like professor Layton games where I love it. I'm all over it. Give me more gaps filled and more gaps created. 